0: Good afternoon, delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary, spiciness, and everything niceness on OCRFM 98.3 across Colican District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. How's it going,
1: Max? Yeah, good.
0: A bit uh, wintry out there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't been caught in a downpour or blown away?
1: No, I've just been inside all day. Oh, really? Yeah. I
0: um, popped down to, there's a local market today, uh, raising funds for the kids' convoy, and uh, it was all nice and quiet when I got out of the car, and then as I hit the lock, boof, <laughs> the rain came pouring down, and I had to quickly grab my coat, because uh, I was getting drenched real <laughs> quick. <laughs> but uh, what have you been up to for the weekend?
1: Uh, yesterday, we went to Geelong just for some shopping. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Keep himself busy. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, today's show
0: is a little bit of a sad one. Uh, We don't often have a a, a sad edition of Afternoon Delight. We're all focused on happy sweet treats in the afternoon. But uh, today, like literally happening right about now, uh, Platypie chocolates are closing their doors for the last time. Oh. So we thought we'd. It's very tricky. Being a community radio station, we're not allowed to advertise uh, business as such. So, um, unless, of course, they're a sponsor. So well, we would be very blatantly upfront here. This is not a paid promotion or anything like that. Uh, just as we do each week on the show, talking about various items that are made locally. Um, or around Australia or around the world that's exactly what we're going to be doing today except it just happens to be uh, a local business that uh, has closed down today so that's the uh, the focus of the show but first up let's find out what's new on the shelf
2: what's new what's your
0: Rightio, Max, we've got a couple of uh, things on the, the shelf this week that are brand new. you got uh, a new chocolate block there. Yeah. So, uh, inspired by a celebrity chef, I believe.
1: Uh, yeah. So, what, what have we got? It's um, dairy milk Curtis Stone's caramel slice.
0: right So, people would know him from uh, all the, the telly ads and stuff like that. He's well associated with a big supermarket chain. Yeah. Uh, but Caramel Slice inspired chocolate block. So I wonder how this differs from your regular Caramello style um, perhaps. yes yeah. uh, we, we did have a bit of a Caramello theme uh, recently on the show. Yeah. Um, so it's got the uh, traditional Cadbury purple packaging there. Yep. And you're peeling back the Wrapper. What do we got on the inside?
1: It fell apart easily.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> just like a real caramel slice. Are you a caramel slice fan? Yeah. Normally. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> so the block is quite literally falling to pieces in Max's hands. You haven't uh, perhaps dropped the the block by accident, or is it just nah. this fall party That was just
1: trying to snap it. <laughs>
0: It came to pieces in your hand. Okay, so it's the traditional kind of Cadbury block sizes. They're small indentations with the Cadbury logo stamped into them. But, uh, yeah, that gooey caramel chocolate is just oozing everywhere.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And it's the reason why it's just falling apart. Falling apart.
0: apart. It's not, yeah. Actually, that's a very good point. They're not, there's very little holding the pieces together. Yeah. Yeah. There's an actual, there's a layer between the chocolate layers. So normally they're sealed in chocolate and then the caramel is in the centre.
1: Uh-huh. But
0: uh, this time round, what have we got there?
1: It says on the pack, dairy milk, milk chocolate with smooth flowing caramel, Mm -hmm. vanilla flavoured cream and biscuit pieces.
0: Yeah, I can see the biscuit pieces through there vanilla flavoured cream as well. I wouldn't have thought vanilla would be in a uh, a caramel slice. That's more your traditional vanilla slice, but... Okay, so I have a nibble away. Ooh, are they rice pieces? Or is that the vanilla centre?
1: I don't know.
0: It's got kind of a fluffy white centre, and then the caramel's been oozed across it. Mm-hmm. I can't seem to peel back the, uh, <laughs> the layers to get to... Uh, deconstructing it but it's very soft scented
1: mhm
0: and as with most uh, Cad- cadbury chocolate it's melting my fingers yeah it doesn't seem to do well with room temperature or, or finger <laughs> temperature I should say mhm uh, what taste sensations do you get in there
1: mostly mostly just caramel
0: mm it's quite sweet not like a sickly sweet and is it a different caramel taste to their traditional caramello? Like it's, it's not like a, a salted caramel or anything. It's
1: well, it's more sticky.
0: Yeah, but. I suppose. I'm trying to picture caramello like koala or the caramello block. It it's not quite as free flowing as this. This is very runny. Yeah, and I don't think it's just because it's kind of a room temperature block. I think this is super runny. Caramel slice to me is always a thicker caramel. Yeah. Um, so I guess they're going for the taste over the, uh, the representation. But um, what's your thoughts on the, the, the block itself? Tastes good. Tastes good? Yeah. It's an interesting mix. Is it, is it screaming uh, caramel slice to you? Or is it caramel slice in name only?
1: Just name. Yeah. It just tastes like a caramel block. Chumper. With a few few extra
0: crunches in between, yeah as I said it, 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 it's got the the texture I guess of rice crispy centers yeah I'm not quite sure what those vanilla pieces are made out of yeah, but uh, it, it doesn't necessarily alter the the overall taste but yeah definitely the texture it gives it more of a crunch to it unless that's combining it with the biscuit pieces as well, yeah perhaps. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. What are you giving the, uh, the Curtis Stone Caramel Slice-inspired dairy milk block?
1: One thumb. One out two? Just needs to be a bit more solid.
0: <laughs> Hold together would be nice. Yeah. Well, uh, secondly, I've uh, found something new on the biscuit aisle. So uh, the Red Rock Deli, probably better known for their chips, b- yeah. uh, have a range of the um, kind of the... Biscuits that you might uh, dip things in, or you can enjoy them on their own. So the deli-style crackers—they've got a brand new flavour out: pulled pork. Ah. Oh. It's a little bit savoury. Uh, could be a little bit sweet as well. So they come in the uh, the box there that you got, and foil-sealed packaging on the inside to keep it all fresh. But. Um, The Red Rock Deli chips are very well known for their intense flavours. They're very, uh, like, what they say on the outside of the pack is usually pretty spot on. So they don't just give you salt and vinegar. They give you pink Himalayan salt and balsamic (laughs) vinegar, for example. Yeah. So these pulled pork will be interesting to see where they're getting their flavouring from because they do boast natural flavour and colour. But I very much doubt that uh, (laughs) pulled pork would be, I don't know, maybe they've uh, been able to pull it off. We will see.
1: It smells good.
0: Smells good. Uh It's got the pulled pork smell. Yep. Looking at their ingredients list, I'm getting uh, paprika, coriander, and cumin. So uh, we could be in for a treat here. Okay. Oh, It's definitely got a a spicy tang to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Almost a honey glaze taste, actually. Yeah. It sits at the back of your mouth.
1: Very tingly. It's close to being like a honey-soy chicken.
0: Mmm. But there's something, and I'm assuming it's the pork (laughs) flavour, that makes it... So would you call it a a honey-soy ham? Mmm. Are you getting a smoky taste at all? A little bit, yeah. The biscuits themselves are um, are nice. Uh Uh-huh. Crunchy. Very crunchy. Good afternoon snack or uh, lunchbox treat me things. Yep. Yeah. There's a lingering smoky taste.
1: Uh Uh-huh. But
0: I'm also getting a bit of a peppery aftertaste. Yeah. But but other than that, uh, it's definitely got that, yeah, that smoky barbecue flavor. I wouldn't have been necessarily able to narrow it down as a a pork flavor, I don't think.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's definitely got that smoky barbecue flavor. Uh Uh-huh. Anything else you got from that one?
1: No, tastes good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay then, thumbs up, thumbs down? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Okay, well that is the uh, Red Rock Deli Smoky Barbecue Pulled Pork Deli Style Crackers and the Curtis Stone Caramel Slice. We'll pop both of those up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Let us know if you had a try them and uh, we'll be back to talk all about today's feature which is the... Uh, Platypie Chocolates.
2: Kids Kingdom, come for a play or stay all day. Enjoy coffee and a sweet treat or lunch from our full on-site cafe menu. Book a party in one of our three colourful party rooms. Inquire today, 52315633. Kids Kingdom, proud sponsor of Afternoon Delight on OCR FM.
0: So it's time and afternoon delight for us to delve into a little bit of history, and uh, this is probably the closest to home history that we've focused on the show. I remember uh, we were talking about Platter Pie Chocolate when they first opened up uh, way back when. This was before we were even podcasting this show, um, because a couple of years into us starting this program, there was whispers of a chocolate shop or chocolate cafe. Uh, opening up out in Forest, and we got uh, real, really excited.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then it happened. So uh, just as we do with uh, all other sweet treats, let's have a bit of a look back at the local Platypie chocolates. So back in 2012, uh, Mandy and Michael Bishop moved to Forest, and then in 2015 announced that they were setting out to realise a sweet dream that had for about 25, or a bit over 25 years, they visited a little chocolate cafe in Margaret River and thought, yep, that's what I want to do. So uh, they put some plans in motion, got uh, planning permits, uh, secured a federal funding grant in 2017, and then began constructing their own artisan cafe and boutique chocolate-making business right in the heart of Forest. So Platypie Chocolate officially opened January 19th, 2018. I'm trying to think, were you involved in uh, Afternoon Delight by 2018?
1: I think so. I think you might have been
0: by then, yeah. Yeah. So, utilising local ingredients sourced from the kitchen garden and also across the Otways, Platterby Chocolates created a number of interesting and varied sweet treats, ranging from traditional chocolate blocks to truffles and slices. So, whilst chocolates were their crowning jewel, the cafe also provided a variety of breakfast and lunch options, which you could enjoy on the deck amidst the... Uh, Beautiful bushland area there. You uh, frequented the uh, the chocolate cafe out there? Yeah. Been a few times? Yeah. Did you have a, uh, a favourite thing from platterby Chocolate? Um. It was one of those places where you could <laughs> find yourself in Willy Wonka land just staring at, I'll have one of those, one of those, yeah. one of those.
1: That's what normally happens. <laughs> I don't really have a favourite.
0: Yeah. There was a lot of stuff to be able to uh, enjoy. Yeah. Um, So some of the chocolate items included milk, dark or white chocolate, kind of your traditional run-of-the-mill things, as well as salted caramel and the milk caramel taste of gold chocolate. They had that right from the very start of their uh, their formation. Um, And then they introduced ruby chocolate. In uh, late 2018, early 2019, yeah, uh, I remember us uh, having that on the show when it came out. It was uh, it was the new thing, <laughs> this ruby chocolate, and uh, thankfully I've been able to get some. Uh, we we struggled at the time <laughs> when it first came out because everyone was trying it to to get hold of a block. We uh, ended up with I think it was ruby frogs from memory, yeah, and uh, having to, to share that one on the show, but uh, several of their other. Um, items are themed around Australian wildlife, such as the honeycomb echidnas, and they also produced a variety of chocolate-coated nuts and berries. Did you ever uh, sample some of those?
1: I had the echidna. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Good stuff. I am uh, quite a fan of their uh, their chocolate-coated nuts, and uh, they soak their berries as well in <laughs> uh, uh, l- another local product <laughs> before it's uh, coated in chocolate. So um, their Top Block range of chocolates experimented with lots of unique combinations, such as blueberry and caramelised cocoa, apricot, macadamia and coconut, which was one of my faves, or uh, pistachio and cranberry. So quite unique combinations. And as I say, a lot of the uh, the different flavours coming from locally grown produce. Yeah. Uh, they had a range of printed chocolates. And did you ever try any of their deconstructed hot chocolates, where you got to drop your chocolate bomb into the I heated think milk? I have, yeah. yeah. So that came in a variety of uh, different flavors as well. So you could have, you know, milk chocolate, white chocolate, those sorts of things. They uh, had a, an orange chocolate uh, for a while there, mint chocolate, all sorts of good stuff. <laughs> Seasonal items included Easter eggs, uh, Christmas themed bonbons, and Christmas chocolate bombs that you could. Uh, dropping your drink. They had printed Valentine's hearts as well, or you could have different printed messages. And something I've never seen any other chocolate shop do is the chocolate picture frames. So you could have a photo in a chocolate picture frame. Cool. Technically, you could then eat. <laughs> but um, in 2020, as with a uh, majority of other businesses around Australia and the world... Uh, Platypie had to close the physical shop during the pandemic and continued via home deliveries. And then as restrictions eased, they were able to resume takeaway orders and uh, finally the cafe reopened. But sadly, as I said, they uh, announced a few weeks ago at the uh, start of July that they'd be closing. And today is the day that they hmm. officially closed the doors on Platypie chocolate. So uh, I know, as I said, it's not a, an advertisement as such for uh, Platypie, but we do wish Michael and Mandy and their teams all the best for the future because uh, apparently the owners of the property that have bought it will be pursuing a different direction not quite sure what that means or what it is yet but um, yeah it's always uh, a, a great little spot uh, I'd catch up with friends there quite often Yeah, um, you could you know, have a, a cafe lunch and a sweet treat or two
1: uh-huh.
0: But, um, yeah, so that is the uh, the briefest of brief histories of Platypie Chocolates. I'm sure the, the team have got uh, plenty more stories they could add. <laughs> I know uh, it was the local haunt for uh, quite a few cyclists as they make their way through the various tracks out at Forest. Yeah. And uh, a lot of travellers as well going along the Great Ocean Road kind of detour <laughs> uh, to Apollo Bay. And folks through forest. So um, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back after this to go head to head with uh, some of the platterpie items. Sadly, I couldn't uh, do the hot chocolate bombs here mm. in the studio, but we do have some chocolate treats to share. So uh, we'd love if you've got any uh, platterpie chocolate memories you'd like to share. Uh, head over to their Facebook page and uh, let them know you're thinking of them. And we'll be back after this break. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's Great confectionery Debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time for us to go head-to-head here on Afternoon Delight. And uh, we've got a few little sweet treats from uh, platypie chocolate to... uh, Get our head around. First up, you have had these before, Max, but uh, do you want to describe what you're holding in your hand?
1: It's a chocolate hedgehog. little echidna. He's yeah. got a
0: sweet little face and uh, spines are all smoothed over, so you're not going to prick your finger or anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so these are quite unique to uh, Platopie. I don't, I, again, don't think I've seen echidna-themed chocolates yeah. anywhere else. Occasionally see, you know, koalas and things like that. Yeah. There is a a chocolate platypus uh, I've seen elsewhere, but uh, echidnas, specifically honeycomb echidnas, Uh I haven't seen those anywhere else. Yeah, no. So uh, are you a munch the head first or (laughs) (laughs) put it out of its misery? Yeah. (laughs) I'll let you get uh, that uh, horrific job underway and uh, talk to us about uh, flavors. Crunchy. Very crunchy. Yeah. It's got a, uh, it must be a short beaked echidna, because it's not quite as <laughs> uh, long as a uh, traditional echidna you might find in your backyard, sloping so you up some ants, <laughs> particularly around the uh, bushland areas of Barunk Rockwood Forest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a nice crunchy piece of honeycomb in the center. Yeah. very thick layer of chocolate around the um, honeycomb itself. Uh-huh. Now, these are milk chocolate, but um, I'm trying to remember if you could get, I think you could get other chocolate flavours around the honeycomb. I think so. I'll admit, the echidna wasn't one that I often uh, had. I was often going with other uh, chocolates.
1: <laughs> yeah. Bonnie's someone that would normally get the echidnas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Your little sister. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, nice fluffy honeycomb centre.
1: Yep. Yeah. Got the like, strong honeycomb flavour. Mmm, very much so. Okay, well, next up we
0: have their freckles. Now, uh, what is different about a platypie freckle? I
1: don't know. I haven't had one before. Haven't.
0: Oh, you're joking me. <laughs> so freckles are normally a, a small disc with uh, hundreds and thousands on them.
1: Uh huh. This one's uh, like half. Ball thing mm-hmm. with...
0: Like a hemisphere or semi-sphere, half yeah. a sphere.
1: <laughs> with, what would you call them? Just
0: well, I'm assuming they're little chocolate balls. So these are tiny, tiny... So instead of having minuscule hundreds and thousands, these are maybe a centimetre diameter of chocolate balls. And yeah. there's the mix of dark chocolate, white chocolate... Uh, milk chocolate. Milk and chocolate. And Might even be. Salted caramel white chocolate, okay. and then the ruby chocolate balls as well. Uh huh. <laughs> so you haven't had these before, no? Nah. Okay. Well, I'll look forward to your uh, assessment. <laughs> That's the the major crunch.
1: Solid chocolate,
0: very much so. So each of these little pieces uh, on the top seem to have tiny little crunchy bits in them. So they might be um little biscuit ball, perhaps. Hmm. Oh, very crunchy. <laughs> um, oh, gosh, that's super, super.
1: When you're biting into it, you don't want to use your front two teeth like I just did. <laughs> yeah, now they lost them? Yeah.
0: Mm. Oh, my goodness. Delicious milk chocolate solid base, though.
1: Uh-huh.
0: hmm And then the, um, yeah, I'm trying to work out the uh, the top pieces, the the little chocolate balls. They appear to have, I think it's like a biscuit centre, so they call them speckles, as oh, opposed okay. to kind of <laughs> of what I would refer to as a chocolate freckle. Yep. Um, so it is salted caramel, dark chocolate, and vanilla crisp pearls, but uh, they've also got ro- uh, ruby chocolate on these particular ones that we've got. Okay, finally, uh, so I've got the, uh, the the range of chocolate frogs. Yep. So there's ruby frog, gold, milk, white, and dark chocolate. And they can package here. They look similar to the uh, the, the old chocolate frog packs. mate. you're probably too young. <laughs> you, you've not grown up with uh, the, the milk chocolate, the, the white chocolate frogs. These look like... I wonder if they're modelled on a particular type of frog.
1: They sort of look like red frogs, just chocolate.
0: Yeah, but uh, a lot larger. (laughs) Yeah. So um, would you like head or tail? (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Whatever comes. They they are quite solid. There we go. I've got the poor little white chocolate (laughs) uh, frog head. But uh, the detail, like you can see the little webbed toes. Yeah. uh, The stripe down the centre of its back as well. Yeah. So again, as I say, I'm not quite sure if it's modelled on a particular local frog species, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they were. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, try some of the uh, the white chocolate. Creamy. Mm, very
1: nice and creamy. Still as solid, solid as a freckle things.
0: Yeah, the speckles. <laughs> Definitely. Mm. Their white chocolate range, um, so... We're just having the frog, but um they had uh all those berries and nuts in a range as well. hmm Um and this yeah, this white chocolate kind of melts in your mouth. Yeah. Real good. Uh do you wanna go to the dark side next? Yeah. Try the, the dark chocolate. Oh. Very difficult to snap. <laughs> You'll be on a sugar high tonight. <laughs> um So I don't know the percentage of the cocoa in this particular one, but uh, going from... It doesn't
1: look as bad as
0: the... The the kind of almost black (laughs) that we've had previously. So it's uh, a dark Belgian chocolate, apparently hinted hint of vanilla in there. But it doesn't look like, you know, the 70 or 90% (laughs) cocoa that we've had previously. I'd say maybe 65%. Yeah. Only one way to find out. Bite down on that. It's not too bad. It's um, not that, you know, mouthful of cocoa flavour or taste that we've uh, come to <laughs> be very wary of.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, that's nice. hmm Still probably wouldn't like, go for it. Just on its own?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's one that would probably work best with, like, a hot chocolate or yeah, something else. to melt into it. Mm, yeah. It, yeah, it's not as bitter as some of the other dark chocolates we've had previously on the show. Mm -hmm. It does have that kind of vanilla-y... The 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 very slight vanilla taste takes the edge off it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll mellow it out with milk chocolate. Going from one extreme to the other and then uh, meat in the middle. So we did have these as the base of the speckles before. And you can... uh, it's like the rings of a tree when you uh, snap the frog in half. You can, you can see the, the quality that's gone into making this, the, the layers that they've um, poured yeah. into the, the chocolate mould. In fact, on the Platterpie, um Facebook page, it's got um, uh, videos of some of their chocolate makers in action hmm. with the, the chocolate machines. It's uh, pretty fun to watch. How are we mellowing out in the centre between dark chocolate and white chocolate?
1: This one's way better. Way better? Yeah.
0: It's kind of the in between. It's got the the creaminess of the the white chocolate. Yeah. With the cocoa-y um, taste of the, the dark. Uh huh. And oh, moving on the fourth flavour. Now this is, as I said, one that they've had at uh, Plata since their inception is that um, gold chocolate. So it's a caramel white chocolate. Less swirls on the centre of this one? This is uh, obviously a clean pour. Mm-hmm. Poured into a mould. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on the, the gold
1: chocolate? It's sweeter than the rest.
0: Mm. So we are Cadbury caramel Have that taste of um, the sweetened condensed milk. Mm-hmm. This is more like a... A caramel toffee taste. It's mm-hmm. the it's it's like that solid caramel um, that you um not Werther, is it Werthers that have the no they're toffee. I'm trying to think now of the the ah it's gone completely out of my head. But the solid block um, caramels, it's got a real caramel overtone that makes it uh, stand out from uh, the rest. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, the crowning jewel, I guess, the last one on our list here is the ruby chocolate. And the thing with this is um, it's not, you know, strawberry-flavoured chocolate. This comes from the ruby cocoa bean, and we've spoken about it on Afternoon Delight before as the, uh, the other <laughs> chocolate <laughs> flavour. So uh, where the caramel caramelised gold chocolate is adding to the cocoa, this is a completely different taste altogether. And it's been a while since we've had ruby chocolate on the show, but um, have a nibble on that. Let's see if you've uh, got the, the lingering memories of the last ruby chocolate we had. Mm.
1: Tastes like if like a strawberry was in a chocolate.
0: It's got a... Yeah, it's that, it's that one that it's not quite sweet, not quite sour... It is so hard to describe. (laughs) It it really is its own chocolate taste. It's still got that creamy, um, uh, sugary taste to it, but Mm -hmm. it's very much almost a... Yeah, you're right, a berry-inspired taste. Mm -hmm. And yet we know that it's a cocoa bean, not a berry. (laughs) Hard to put your finger on. Yeah. But sad to think that um, there won't be a... uh, a locally produced ruby bar anymore um having to rank them one to five where are you placing chocolate
1: white dark gold and ruby um white milk um probably caramel yep and then ruby then dark
0: Mm hmm I'm probably going caramel first like the, the gold then ruby just for its uniqueness um oh. i think milk chocolate then white chocolate then dark chocolate <laughs> of that particular mix just having them all head to head against each other there very uh, intense flavors on the 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 gold chocolate and the ruby chocolate
1: yeah.
0: i was liking that very very much but uh, let us know on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page when it comes to uh, if you've tried those Platter Pie chocolates, what's your go to? And uh, we'll be back after this short break with more Afternoon Delight. <music> It's time and afternoon delight for our sweetest tune. And uh, today, because we've been focusing on uh, platypy chocolates, it only seems fair to have a platypus inspired song. Now, I'll admit, when it comes to platypus songs, there aren't that many out there, Max. <laughs> Can you think of any off the top of your head? No. Nah. Uh, this particular one comes from a puppet that has been built. And it's from Axtell Expressions, who are puppet designers and they create uh, a variety of different puppet characters. And uh, I pre warn you, this song is very addictive. <laughs> it's called the Platypus Song. It's uh, quite informative about uh, how platypuses live, what they are, etc., etc. And uh, this is what it sounds like.
2: I'm a platypus. I'm a platypus. I'm a platypus. You're a what? Well, I'm a duck bill platypus. Oh, duck bill. I'm a web footed platypus. Oh. <laughs> I'm a duck-billed, web footed, funny looking fast woman, Warm blooded puddle jumping bottom feet burrow digging platypus. Got it, you're a platypus. Well, I'm an egg platypus. I'm a flat-tailed platypus. You are? I'm an egg laying, flat-tailed funny looking fast swimming. Warm blooded duck billed web-footed burrow digging platypus. So you're a platypus, got it, okay. Well, I'm a platypus. I'm a platypus. I'm
0: a platypus. the the platypus song there, just in case you didn't pick on the title the lyrics. Uh, From Axdoll Productions, and uh, there is a 10-minute loop of that song on YouTube, if you so (laughs) desire. You can download it as a ringtone, etc., etc., etc. But yeah, they've got uh, lots of different songs for all the different characters, like dragons and um, monkeys and stuff like that. But uh, that is the Platypus song, (laughs) Max. Uh, we are fast running out of time here. We're going to take a very quick break. We're we'll back with our recipe, so don't go anywhere.
1: Say hey, hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me?
0: Righto Max what have we got uh, when it comes to a recipe today? Ruby chocolate choc chip cookies. Yeah, so you're going to have to hunt down
1: your own ruby chocolate now <laughs> for these ones. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you need? One and quarter cups of unsalted butter, one cup of brown sugar, two teaspoons of vanilla extract, one teaspoon of salt, one large egg, two and a quarter cup of all-purpose flour, one and a quarter teaspoon of baking powder, one and a half cups of ruby, ruby chocolate chips. You need to line a sheet pan with parchment paper, set aside in a large mixing bowl. Combine the butter, sugar, vanilla and salt stir until it's smooth then mix in the egg and again stir until smooth fold the flour and baking powder and stir only until you no longer see dry spots then fold in one cup of ruby chocolate chip use a one a quarter inch cookie scoop about one tablespoon scoop balls of dough onto the parchment paper they can be close together at this point gently press a few of the remaining half cup of ruby chocolate chips on the surface of each one cover with plastic wrap being sure it's well sealed and refrigerate for at least six hours when you're ready to bake Preheat the oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit, and line another sheet pan with parchment paper. Take the sha- shaped cookie dough out of the refrigerator, and about add about 12 to the new one, with at least a couple of inches between them. Once the oven has preheated to 350 degrees Fahrenheit, bake the cookies just until the edges look slightly golden, about 8 minutes. Let the cookies cool on the sheet pan for at least 15 minutes. If you're not serving them right away, completely cool them before you wrap them up or add them to a container. So they don't stick together. They can be s- <coughs> stored at room temperature for a few days and frozen for up to a month.
0: Sounds delicious. Uh huh. So we'll pop that uh, recipe up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. We have one thing left to do before we get out of here, and that's to unwrap this week's Kinder Surprise. Kinder! Kinder!
2: Kinder!
1: Kinder! Kinder! You're Kinder, kin, 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 Kinder. Me kin, 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 Kinder. Choco, wee. dooby. Oi. Kinder,
2: kin, 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 kin. Scrubby. kin kin
0: out, out, out. Yodel, yamen, choco, scrubby, monkey, Kin 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 kin
1: it just, just shattered <laughs> <laughs> uh Looks like would be
0: a bird. Ah, Okie dokie. What sort of bird are we talking here? Small, large? Um, woodpecker, I think it is. Oh, okay. Because um, you used to be able to. Oh yes, that's definitely a woodpecker. Yeah. Um, you'd sit out on the uh, the decking of uh, platypy and there'd be lots of different birds you could see in the, the trees, often rosellas and the like. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to describe what you can do with this little woodpecker?
1: You can flip its tail and it, its beak hits a tree.
0: Like it's pecking away there, making a, a hole in the tree. Yeah. Well, sadly, that is the end of today's episode. And uh, as we said earlier, a big uh, congratulations to the Platypy team on everything they've achieved over the past five years or so out in Forest. It will be sad to uh, see them go. May the chocolate live on. (laughs) Um, As always, podcast of this app will be up on our Facebook page and OCRFM website. And if you want to get in contact with the show with suggestions for future episodes, you can uh, email lolly at ocrfm.org.au or you can send a message to us via the Facebook page. Uh-huh. All things are going well. We'll be back next Sunday to do it all again from uh, 3 o'clock. Yeah. And we've also got the uh, OCRFM Christmas in July next Sunday afternoon. So... Uh, never know, we might get Christmasy in the studio. Anywho, catch you later. Bye-bye. See ya. Looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks
1: ignite. And the thought of love is getting so exciting. Skylight rockets in flight. Oh, afternoon delight. so polite, I always thought a fish could not be caught, it wouldn't
2: bite, but you, but you got, got some better wetting than I think I might, try nibble in a little afternoon delight. Sky like
1: rockets in flight, oh. Oh.